0: Hello, guys, and happiest of new year to you. It is nearing February. However, (laughs) um, I just want to take this time to welcome you guys back to Tiffany Tune Up podcast in which my listeners uh, allow me the grace to take in a hiatus for um, the holiday and then some (laughs) because uh, this is my first podcast of the new year. I've been very uh, busy and very much into my family and myself and just really trying to get back to you guys and um, been working a lot. So, you know, what would be lovely for me in 2019 and beyond is if this podcast was just so amazing and so great that it just took off. Um, with wings of its own and I didn't have to um, have a normal people job in which um, keeps me away from you guys as long as it has because I have really been working nonstop. so I want to thank you guys again for allowing me the grace to kind of um, get things together and come back to you guys with some fresh perspective and kind of uh you know get some things together for your listening pleasure so where do I start? Let's see. I have so many things to catch you guys up on. So I'll just kinda try to recall the holidays. So Christmas and New Year's was great. Uh spent some time with the kiddos and um by the kiddos I mean my nieces and nephews, uh my family we did the family thing, uh, hung out at my mom's for Christmas and uh, for New Year's, I just really did a solo dolo move um, and then my girl had said she would join and she did, but I definitely was on a solo mission and I'm glad she showed up uh, toward the New Year's toast. It was good to bring in the New Year with her, shout out to my boo Lily. And, um, I just did a really low key. I went to, um, one of my favorite wine bars in the city, Motor City Wine on Michigan Ave. Um, and it just was nice to, um, really just bring in the new year, very low key. It was like $10 to get in all night long, but it was free before nine or before 10 or something like that. And, um that's the way I like to bring in a new year. I'm not spending an unsurmountable amount of money and going to a whack party. Like I was with wine and it was good music and I was just happy to be chill. Like it was super chill and Lily came and it was just a nice, um, way to bring in the new year. So that was that. And then at the top of the new year, um, I went for the very first time to New Orleans, a.k.a. Nola Baby. Listen, I have to catch you all up (laughs) on this trip because, baby, there were some things. And let me just say, I actually did record... uh, show a couple weeks ago but it was raggedy to me and you guys deserve better than raggedy also there were people I forgot to thank and so I'd like to thank them along the way uh, during this podcast so um, at the end of this for those of you who have been to NOLA and uh, if you listen to this show and you notice that I've missed some places or didn't do some things and you want to enlighten me on where to go and what to do next time, definitely hit me up at Tiffany Tuneup at gmail dot com. That is T I F F A N Y T U N E U P at Gmail dot com. So let me just go ahead and start wow, I'll start just like the day by day. <laughs> like so I went with one of my uh, former co-workers uh, at my previous job, slash homegirls, uh, T. And it was just really, a uh, uh, start off as a trip with someone else. They weren't able to go. I was going to go solo. And then I wound up telling T about it. And T was definitely down to go. So I was excited because either way, I was going. And so we went on a Friday. We left Friday morning. And we flew Spirit. And let me just stop some of y'all Spirit uh, haters real quick. Here's the thing. I don't know. I think y'all just be riding the wave, And y'all just jump on whatever bandwagon other people are on. I've flown Spirit many times. That's not my preferred airline. But I have. And the only problem I've ever had with Spirit is when there was like a bad storm. And they couldn't find... um, like a flight crew because people were kind of spread out because they were trying to evacuate and that was around last year um, around September sometime and so that's the only issue I've ever had with them and that was like an issue due to mother nature so it's not really fair to call it an issue (laughs) Um, but other than that I've never had a problem with spirit I think many things about spirit are whack as far as like what they offer on the plane what they don't offer how much things cost that they do offer it's pretty trash but just as far as the flight experience never really had a whack experience so I think y'all just be talking because y'all cousins be talking I, I don't understand um the full disdain for spirit and I hope I never do because if I ever have to fly them again or when I do have to fly them for convenience and for um money purposes or budget purposes you know it works for me so shout out to spirit and um thanks for not showing me a bad time i'm not sure what's going on with everybody else but um so there's that so we flew spirit and um we had an airbnb checked it out prior checked it out beforehand and um everything looked copacetic aesthetic. Um, me, I really, really, um, about safety. Like when I'm looking for Airbnbs or a place to stay that's not a hotel, I'm definitely looking at certain features. So the way it looked, looked fine. The aesthetic looked fine. Um, what I liked the most about where we picked or where I picked, uh, with the previous young lady who was supposed to go is that it had two bedrooms and two bathrooms, because if I don't have to share a bathroom... That just makes me very happy for multiple reasons, but a bathroom, if we can have our own bathrooms, uh, what a beautiful world and trip, um, that we can have. So that being said, uh, we get to NOLA about 1 PM on Friday and, um, all is well. I never asked the host uh, if we could do an early check-in because really just didn't know how things were going to go. Wasn't, I wasn't sure if there was an extra fee for it. So once we landed and everything uh, was fine, you know, um, T decided uh, to say, you know, let's go ahead and call the host and see um, if we can do an early check-in. And I'm like, okay, cool. That works for me. Let's just call and see. So we call the host And she's down. She's like, oh, yeah, no, let me um, call the cleaning crew, uh, see if they've done everything they're supposed to do. And um, if they're done, then you guys can go early. So we're thrilled by this because, you know, we're tired. We want to freshen up. We want to eat. We have lots of things on the agenda. So we call our Uber or Lyft or whichever one it was because we were going back and forth between the two, Um, get in the car. Uh, The driver was great. Uh, He told us some places we have to have to go uh, before we leave. And um, that was that. So we get to the Airbnb. And the pictures looked like the ones online that we previously looked at. However, when we got to the corridor, it was one of those apartments. It was like a condo, I want to call it. It was kind of apartment units but I think it was more of a condo situation um the aesthetic of the outside so when you walk through the corridor it was one of those where you could walk up from the outside uh so the doors were like outside and once you get in the corridor baby woo child the ghetto like it looked very uh the aesthetic was not pleasing in the least and so (laughs) I can see why uh, the host did not put the visuals of that particular part because that alone would probably deter you from looking at the rest or wanting to stay there. Because I don't know, because I'm not from NOLA, um, so the area we stayed in was West Bank. And so I don't know if that's the... I'm sure it's not the hood. I didn't get hood vibes. (laughs) But just that particular... um, property, that aesthetic on the outside was not cute in the least. So there's that. Um, so once we get there, she has clear instructions on how to get in and she has a lock box and all these things. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we get there, get in the lock box, we get the key, uh, dun, dun, dun. We can't get in. Um, we are trying all the keys, all the things and nothing's working. So now we're like, mm, What's happening here? So we call the host back. Um, She's trying to instruct us through how to open the door and also basically saying we must not be doing it right, which we assured her several times. We are doing it right. There's something weird going on. So then she instructs us. Well, there's another way to go in. You have to kind of walk around and I can instruct you on exactly how to get there. So, of course, I'll leave my homegirl at the one door. Because no need for both of us to walk with all this luggage. And I go to the other side, which is was the entrance to the master bedroom. So, get around to the other side. She's instructing me on how to open that door. Boom, boom, boom. Also, can't get in that door. So, here we are. Walking around uh, Pilgriming the area and can't get in either side. So, I call her back and let her know. Or, we, or she's trying to talk me through it at this point and so we can't get in. so she's like oh this has never happened she's trying to assure us this has never happened and so she's going to send the cleaning crew actually one of her associates to let us in who happens to be in town for the holiday now mind you we were there literally a couple days after new year so it was the top of the new year so I could get how somebody would still be in town okay cool so because obviously she was not in town so she sends her this associate she's like a young guy late maybe late 20s early 30s he was pretty mature if he was in his late 20s he was kind of uh, mature um, for his age he seemed very together and he comes and he walks up now mind you all this going on Early check-in is over at this point because we got there again around 1 something. We did not get in the unit until like 2.40 and check-in was at 3. So luckily we did go through that early because had we got there at 3 and then it took us till 4 or 5 to get in, baby, I would have been absolutely done done. I was already done done. But I wasn't as done as I would have been if we got there at normal check-in and then had to go through this. I would have been absolutely flabbergasted and beyond. So the guy comes, the associate comes, and he walks up and he goes, Hey, ladies, Oh, be be prepared for my whack-ass Nola accent because y'all gonna get it. Oh, man, it was so good. Anyway, so the guy comes and he's an associate. He lets us in. So, we get in the unit, and the unit, luckily, was very nice on the inside. There were hardwood floors. Um, the, uh, decorations were nice. It was just really, really, it was nice. Um... The space was huge and i'm not understanding why there was a 32 inch tv not to be like a snob or whatever but when you have an airbnb or a rental then all the aesthetics need to match so the wall was like a long beautiful wall like in the common area and she had like this tiny ass tv and i just was confused about that um In addition to that, we walk in, so we're trying to turn lights on and things. And Now, it's still light outside, but, you know, we're just trying to get comfortable, put things down, and for whatever reason, in several of the rooms, there were light bulbs that weren't in the lamps, and then there were light bulbs that were in there, but weren't working. So, at this point, I'm like, please fix these things before I really just have a fit. I just don't understand. The cleaning company was just here. Why didn't they check these things? So, that being said, the associate guy, he walks around, he checks things, he graciously offers to fix these things. And also, to add, the TV was unplugged. Why? Why, TV? Who? Between the cleaning company and the last guest that stayed, somebody unplugged the cable box. Why? Why? Why can't you clean around that? Okay. So, that happened. Other than that things we're looking up so now this guy he's kind of lingering he's asking us where we're from you know in a friendly way and we're like oh from Detroit yada yada and so after he addresses all the issues of the unit he uh, finds a map in the apartment there's a map and he points out all the places we should go and the things we should do and at this point I'm picked up already that he has a crush on my home girl I'm like here we go but it's fine, whatever. And I could definitely tell she did not have a crush back. Fine. I'm not sure if he could tell, but I could tell. So there's that. And so then he offered to take us to uh, dinner for our troubles. And not to pay for dinner, but just to take us and maybe save us some money on the Uber. Now, didn't get any creepy vibes. He seemed cool. And plus, he was, you know, part associate of this unit. So I'm not thinking he's going to do anything stupid to jeopardize his job. And, um, you know, my friend was cool with it. So he takes us to dinner, get to dinner. So we went to, um, and I'm going to try to name all the places we went. So we went to a restaurant called Neo's, which is a, um, combination of like Creole and also soul food. I have great drinks. It was a great time. The food was good. We actually wound up sitting next to another couple who was from Detroit. So that was cool. And of course, the greeting is what up, though? If you out of town, you from Detroit, and you hear somebody else say from Detroit, the very next thing that's coming out of our mouth is what up, though? Period. Or Detroit versus everybody. That's it. If you don't say that, I'm going to assume you're from Ann Arbor or anywhere else that's not Detroit. So don't try it. Um, So dinner was good. And so then after dinner, he was like... um, Is there anything else I can do for y'all or anywhere else y'all want to go? Um, And we were like, no, we're good. And he was like, well, do y'all need snacks or whatever? we like, you know what? If by snacks you mean liquor, then sure, we need snacks. So um, one thing I can appreciate about NOLA is that all the stores, the gas stations, the CVS's, the Walgreens um any store that's open all have liquor and that makes me happy because it's very convenient so we went to random gas station store also all their store sale po boys and all the delicious food and so it's just really a one-stop shop and that is really something that just made my heart flutter now at this point we're not hungry so we already went to neo so now we need liquor we need snacks right and then he assisted, we try this praline candy, which is huge because Nola is known for piques and pralines, and that's kind of their crop, or one of their many crops uh, known to that city, so, or known to Louisiana. So I'll try this candy. Praline candy, y'all. Praline candy tastes like a big-ass chunk of caramel with tiny, tiny pieces of praline. So I do, I'm a fan of caramel, but not necessarily a fan of the praline candy. It wasn't bad, but it's very sweet. And I just was not ready um, for that. So it wasn't bad. So try that. Um, We get our liquor, we get our snacks. And of course, you already know it was Hennessy. So, you know, I mean, if you've been keeping up with the podcast, you know Hennessy is the unofficial sponsor of my life. And so, (laughs) and this podcast, so... Um, definitely Hennessy off the whole trip. So we get our drinks and we go back to the Airbnb. The guy continued, you know, to be nice, gracious. He dropped us off. You know, hey, let me know if you need, you know, directions or if you, you know, can't think of anywhere to go. We like, okay, sir, bye. Mind you, we didn't exchange numbers with him, any of that. So we get in the unit and we decide, okay, we need to drink a little bit and then take customary old lady naps. Before we go out tonight, because we're in our 30s plus, and that's what you do in your 30s. You don't go nowhere if you don't take a nap first. I'm not going anywhere, especially anywhere that involves me going out after 9 p.m. and putting a bra on. There will be naps taken, or I will not be there. And I will not feel bad, and you will not make me feel bad about it. So, we took our customary old lady naps. We set alarms. We get up. We get up, we get dressed, everybody's fine, we're looking good, we're listening to uh, music, music of choice with NOLA Bounce. Let's talk about NOLA Bounce real quick. So in my opinion, and people from NOLA, if you want to uh, correct me, NOLA Bounce music is a cross between R&B and twerk music together. And there's a lot of chanting over the music, and I'm not mad. I love R&B and twerk music, so if you could combine those things, um, I'm fine with that. It was great. Um, And so that was the mood for the evening. So now we're getting ready to get dressed, and we were... um, instructed that we should go visit the dragon's den which is in the french quarters it's a very urban club it's in the touristy area but it's very urban so we're like great let's go we're gonna go there that's where we want to go so we get dressed we get cute we get in our lift we get there we get to the door and the bouncer security guard or whatever is like let me get your ids y'all 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 I didn't have my ID. Didn't even think to check for it because in my mind, my ID had been in the same place that it had been when I got to NOLA, which was in my purse. So why would I need to check for it before I leave? Because I had it. That's it. I didn't, It was nothing to think about. So I'm digging through my purse frantically. I cannot find my wallet. I'm like, oh, I left it at the hotel like or the Airbnb. Like that was it I know it's there we have to go back so she's like dang Tiff is like dang Tiff and I'm like it's I'm sorry T so much very sorry so we get in the Airbnb the the lift and we go back to the uh our accommodations and we get there and I'm very certain that my wallet is in my coat or the jacket that I changed y'all y'all somewhere between DTW, which is the Detroit airport, and Louis Armstrong, I lost my wallet. Your girl lost her wallet the very first fucking day in NOLA. Did not even get drunk prior to, like, I know that I lost it somewhere between the airports because we had been there for several hours. We didn't go to the Dragon's Den until about 11 o'clock at night. So somewhere between 1 o'clock or even before then, um, when we got on our flight, which was like 10-something, and 11 o'clock at night, I lost my wallet. Now, I know what you're thinking. Maybe somebody pickpocketed me or maybe, you know, something shady with the real estate guy. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I ruled those out because when I checked my uh, account, Thankfully and luckily, nobody had tried to spend any of my money. None of my cards had been um, used and nothing was missing. And so I just, it might be on the plane, y'all. I don't know where it is. I've already tried to call the different airports and I just had to give up at some point because there was just no winning for me. Like it was gone and I just had to accept it. So gratefully again nobody has spent any of my money and shout out to my dad who always taught me never keep all of your money and your cards and things in the same spot so I'm right now giving y'all this gem so listen to me in general in life but especially when you're traveling do not keep all of your money in the wallet and all of your ID and all like break that junk up, put a few 20s here, a few 20s there, uh, put one card here, one card there, because if something happens, you need to have multiple streams of accessibility. And you know what? By the saving grace, I went to the ATM before hand, And so I had money on me, which is why. I know y'all are like, well, how did you go to dinner? How did you? Because I had cash the whole time. The whole time I was using cash, and even when we went to uh, Neo's, and when we went to the liquor store, they did not card, did not get carded. So at no point in time since I had landed in NOLA had I needed my wallet. So that is why it took me so long to realize I didn't even have it. Because I could have better traced my steps had I known I didn't have it the whole time. So here we are, and I'm trying not to be devastated. Um, we've wasted full faces of makeup and cute outfits. And so here I am (laughs) trying to, um, calm myself down. T's pretty calm about it. I could tell she was a little disappointed, but shout out to her for being a trooper because in our minds, it was just going to show up, pop up. Maybe I wasn't looking somewhere. We're going to find it. A good Samaritan is going to mail it back to the house. I don't know. And then somebody can overnight it to me. Who knows? So... I'm like, fine. You know what? There's nothing I can do about it tonight. Sorry, T. Let's just drink some more and let's go to bed and let's regroup tomorrow. Now, as I'm laying in the bed trying to think of solutions uh, without freaking the freak out, um, wound up inboxing a couple of my friends. So all my friends who um, supported me through this time and (laughs) what I love about my friends is the majority of them, the first thing that came out of their mouth was, do you need some money? Can I send you some money? What's your cash app? Like, I love y'all. And y'all know who y'all are. Shout out to (laughs) y'all for looking out for your girl. And again, luckily they didn't have to because I had money. The issue was now I don't have an ID. Um, Cards can be canceled. Those things can be canceled. I'm mainly mad about the wallet because it was a gift. And ironically enough, it was a gift that was given to me because I used to leave my debit card at the bar. And so my friend was like, "You need this, uh, CC. Shout out to CC. Um, you need this wallet because you keep leaving your cards places. So what do I do? Go ahead and lose the whole wallet. Like, oh, like hold my beer. Like, oh, you, oh, you think I leave debit cards? Watch me leave a whole wallet somewhere." Um, and so I was really kind of hurt because it was a gift and I love that wallet and it was engraved. It was more of a business card holder, but I used it as a wallet and it was engraved with my name and on the inside it said, always be you. And I just am very sad, um, that I don't have it anymore. Uh, currently do not have it. Good Samaritan has not mailed it yet, or I don't know. I just feel like it's somewhere on the airplane stuck somewhere. I don't know y'all. Anyway, so that was Friday night, so I'm laying there, and then I had a eureka moment. Oh, my God, I have a backup i d in Detroit at home, and uh luckily, let me tell y'all, um, I did a closet detox for the new year um, I usually do one, but I'm usually not as successful as this one was, and I actually really threw some stuff out and really gave some stuff away that I knew I was not wearing which allowed me to organize my closet in a way that I used to organize racks when I worked in retail shout out to retail I'm glad I've been delivered But working in retail showed me and taught me a lot. And I had some great uh, managers and I learned a lot about um, merchandising, styling by color, by length of sleeve, by, you know, item. And so my closet has the potential to look immaculate all the time. I just don't follow through. But this time I did. So everything was in its place and in its order. And part of my closet in which I store mail and so I ran across that idea and had no intention on using it um but it was still valid so I woke up like ah my sister can go and get my ID and overnight it to me so I called her first thing in the morning she immediately knew something was wrong shout out to my baby sister Riss. love you to pieces uh for your timely and um your obedience uh <laughs> God's gonna bless you, girl. Um, you're already blessed, um, but He's gonna bless you even further. And so she goes to my apartment. She gets my ID. Um, she assures me she's gonna overnight it. She does. Well, she gets to FedEx, uh, UPS. Who to send it? Was UPS FedEx? And guess what, y'all? Nobody does ground shipping on Sundays. Because at this point, it's Saturday. And even though it's early as hell on Saturday, nobody does ground shipping. So, guess what my idea is coming, y'all? It's going to come bright and early Monday morning, and we leave when? Tuesday. So, now, I'm like, the trip is ruined. But at least I could get back on the plane, which was my main concern. Because of this shit going down with this government shutdown. And the, Now, to be fair, just in case this happens to any of you guys... There is a process that TSA has when you lose your ID and they like ask you all these questions and all these things. But it's such a process that you have to be to the airport super early. And I just wasn't willing to risk it due to um, whoever that man is that calls himself the president um, of the United States and his shenanigans. I just don't have time to be out here without an ID and being um, stuck in NOLA forever by default, though, Um, not because I want to. So now that I know that I have an ID coming, I'm okay, and I still have money. Now, this puts a damper on our Nightlife, whatever now, backing up a little bit, once I realized my wallet was gone, I did reach the Airbnb host. I did let her know that her associate was kind enough to kind of drive us around a little bit, and maybe I lost my wallet in his car. If you could have him call me, that would be great um so she reaches out to him he convinces her to give him my number because she was an older lady, and she was kind of very um. Little controlling. She wanted to be in control of everything. And at this point, honey, we don't went out with the man. So if you could kindly give him my number and have him call me, so I need him to look around his car for my wallet. So he reaches out to me. He hasn't seen it. I describe it in detail. He's like, I can't find it. I don't see it. You know, do you need me to come back over? Is everything cool? And I'm like, nope, don't come back. But thanks so much. And if you do come across it or see it, let me know. He says, Cool, fine. Yada yada. So here we are Saturday. Uh, squared away the ID thing with my sister, so now we need to get up, out and about, um, and just look for some adventure. So we go to the touristy areas, and West Bank is about maybe fifteen minutes away from all the touristy things. And we went to the French Quarter and we ate. And I want to say the first day, well Saturday, the first restaurant we went to was the Gumbo Shop. Um, and Gumball Shop was decent um, if you are not in the mood for birds to eat with you do not sit on the side where the uh, ceiling is open um, or it's like an open like a balcony area because the birds will come over and they will be very close to you and so if you have bird phobia don't um, go there or sit in that area um, because yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, went there and then afterwards, we, uh, I think we got a henna tattoo. Well, I didn't, but T got a henna tattoo. Thought about getting my palm red, but I'm like, no, mm, Nola, y'all, y'all got some strong things going on here. And I already done lost my wallet, and light bulbs was out, and I just really don't know what's going on. And worse to worse, I left my sage at home. I did have incense, which is not a substitute for sage, but I digress. So, and then we have to, have to, have to have to go get beignets, because what? So we go to Café du Monde um, for the best beignets, obviously, unless somebody grandma cooking them. I don't know anybody's grandma in NOLA, but so Café du Monde is the, the place for beignets, and you have to order them with the café au lait, and you have to dunk them in the café au lait. If you don't, you're not doing it right. And so beignets average around three dollars uh with like you think you get like three beignets and then like um a cafe au lait that's like around three dollars and it was delicious and i should have went every day <laughs> that i was there um so if you go to nola and you're looking for beignets go to cafe du Monde um so that was that so here we are back at nighttime. we can't do shit because tiffany doesn't have an id fine okay so we go back to the place and again T's being very cool about everything we're having girl talk, talking it was kind of cool because we were really just kind of catching up with each other in another city and it's fine sometimes you kind of go out of town to catch up with your homie you can't catch up in the city because people can pull on you in either, every direction and kids and whatever else you got going on but if you're out of state nobody can bother you so if next time you need to catch up with one of your friends just plan a trip out of town and nobody can bother you because you're out of town Um, so that was cool now y'all I ain't gonna lie by Sunday I was fed the entire fuck up okay I have not experienced any nightlife it's I'm not happy and I'm you know being as optimistic as I can I listen I didn't cry and I didn't pout the whole time I just pouted that night like the initial night I lost my wallet and I pouted to myself I went to my room (laughs) and pouted to myself and that was that. And so by Sunday, y'all, I was I was fed up. So I got on the entrance of nets and I just start surfing and looking around. And now I don't recommend this to everyone. If you're by yourself, be safe. I mean, we are in the age of technology um, and people meet people online all the time. But please exercise caution and safety, especially when you're not in familiar surroundings and if you're by yourself you're not with a group of people so I went online you know met a couple guys and one particular guy stood out to me um he talked to me we talked for a while and he was asking if I was having a good time I was letting him know I was visiting and you know told him about the wallet situation and he was like yo You can't go on the touristy areas. You have to go where the locals go because that's the only way you're going to be able to party um, because you don't have an ID. Now, they'll let you in. It's safe. They'll check your purse, but you need to be going like uptown where you can get in the bars and the clubs and the parties without an ID. So initially, I was kind of reluctant to tell T you know, that I met this guy, and so now I'm trying to think of random ways to tell her how I found out about these bars that we can go to that don't require ID, so in all fairness, I didn't tell T until after we got where we were going um, that somebody had invited me there, and hopefully it was cool with her, and she was totally cool with it, so I'm very glad um, that she wasn't off-put by it. Um, But yeah, no, so he, what happened was I told her about the places and I was made uh, aware that most times or most people in NOLA hang out kind of early on Sundays, kind of like how we do in Detroit. We have day parties um, on Sundays so that we're done partying by like seven or eight because people have to go to work. And so he was like, yeah, when we go to the bar in NOLA on Sunday, we usually go around six or seven because people have to go to work the next day and so he was like i don't have to work um particularly tomorrow but you know other people do so we won't be out late i'm like cool so he invites us to this bar called silky's silky's is uptown and silky's very juke joint um very I don't know how to describe it. It was definitely Southern, but it was fun. They were playing modern music. And one thing I like about NOLA bars is they serve you, if you don't order a single drink, then they serve you like cabaret style. So mm-hmm. like cabarets in the city are like when you get the whole, like you get a bottle of whatever, which is usually B-Y-O-B, but you can buy whole bottles of whatever in this bar. And then they give you the setup with the ice and the all the things And then you just pour your own drinks and you just have a great night. And so met the guy there, him, his friend and his girlfriend was there, which was good. And he was super cute, y'all. Let me just be clear, Um, super tall, (laughs) real cool. Um, And a gentleman, we had a great time. He bought drinks, Um, just a really, really fun time. We danced like he was personable. I think the thing I liked about him the most And what I got from NOLA people in general, first of all, super nice. Uh, You know, everybody was very nice. Um, But I like the fact that he made an effort to not make my friend feel like a third wheel. Um, He was very inclusive all night long, you know, and it was very sweet. So now we're getting ready to leave Silky. Silky's was cool. And, you know, he asked if we wanted to go anywhere else. And he drove Uber and Lyft in conjunction with his other job, his, you know, his nine to five or whatever. And, you know, he was very like accommodating and he was like, oh, you know, do you want my ID? Do you want to take a picture of my license plate in my car? And like he offered those things up. Detroit niggas, take notes because you ask a Detroit nigga for his ID. Oh, you think I'm going to do something and you think I'm going to hurt you? Probably, would Yes. Yes, I do. With that voice and that attitude, I do. So the fact that he was willing and he offered it up on his own made me very happy. I was a happy girl. So um, we went to the next place, which, of course, asked T, was she cool with it? T was cool with it. This bar was called Seals. I think that was the name of it. I want to say it was Seals, y'all. I'm going to double check for y'all in one second. Um, But we went to this bar. They had a live band. It was amazing. The live band was taking us all the way up. Same type of setup. Yep, it was called Seal's Class Act, y'all. Real cool. Also uptown. Um, Just the people were nice. The band was bomb. The band was singing Anita Baker. And it was just good. It was a a girl on the keys. Like, y'all, it was a good night. And it was also my favorite part of the night. Because apparently T and all these... Old men admirers. Who baby? These two old men were having a pissing match over tea, and I just could not get my life about it. Like one guy was coming with a rose, then the next guy was buying a drink. Next thing you know, this old cat daddy baby bought her a box. You know how people go around selling stuff in the club like they would at a barbershop or whatever. This man was going around selling like Boxes or what I was calling a Christmas box, because they were very festive, Um boxes of praline, the praline candy I told y'all about. This man bought her a whole box of praline candy, like, yeah, this gonna get her, young ass. <laughs> I was just like, okie dokie then. It was just really the highlight of the evening. And so finally, after we leave Seals, um, gentleman we were with asked have we had po boys yet and we were like no and he's like great i'm gonna take y'all to get the best po boys in town which he said was at uh jeans daiquiris and po boys which is also around the uptown area so we got these po boys we just spent time together we had a great night tea you know we all were having just fun it was a great night and it just was good and at this point it's like three or four in the morning so no, nola guys really know how to show you a good time like y'all sh- shout out to y'all because sheesh. even his homeboy like everybody was really nice and personable and even the cat daddies that nobody had an interest in were also being very kind and personable um so that was sunday and i will definitely say that sunday made up for friday and saturday when we couldn't do nothing at all sunday definitely took the cake it was amazing going to those different places hanging with the locals listening to the music chill vibe nothing was dramatic there was no drama so it was a great night so monday comes and um you know at this point here comes my id bright and early in the morning and i'm like oh great because we leave Tuesday, but at least I can get on a plane. Also, it was $80 to overnight this ID, by the way. I'm over it, over it, beyond over it, but shout out to little sisters who just love you no matter what and don't want your money. They just don't want your love. Um, So, $80 to overnight this thing, and I'm just like, whatever. So, Monday was real chill. We went to Oceana Grill I want to say I think we did that Sunday I don't remember yeah we did that Sunday Oceana Grill was good too y'all um, and then Monday we went back to the jumbo shop like we didn't get I'm sorry the gumbo shop we didn't get around a lot again because the nightlife kind of was stifled by not having ID so Monday was cool we bought souvenirs it's kind of a laid back day we just decided like we need to recover from the Hennessy the night before so we laid around a long ass time before we left the house and then we came right back and went to sleep like true old ladies do so Tuesday comes y'all um Tuesday morning um and we're packing and we're getting ready to get on the flight and we're talking and we're regrouping and just kind of you know going over how the trip was and you know just talking about what we would do different or if we would come back and yada yada and um we're realizing that I had a whole ass unopened half pint or pint of Hennessy in the freezer so we're gonna get drunk now because um for those of you who've not been to NOLA it is an open carry state so you can just walk around with your liquor anywhere you can walk in a bar and walk right back out and walk the streets with your liquor and you can drink in the uber don't waste nothing because they'll definitely lower your rating but in general you can have liquor anywhere so we're like pouring cups of liquor um so that we can you know not waste it and I still wound up wasting some so my heart was broken because we don't waste Hennessy around these parts um, also we had tried some of the signature drinks, which is why we we're a little slow drinking our Hennessy, um, which are the hand grenade. You always gotta have one when you go. So a whole bunch of different liquors I couldn't even tell you. Any bar would serve it for the most part, and then uh their hurricanes, which is a bunch of rum and a whole bunch of other crap. So you gotta try those when you go to know the two. So there's a lot of things we didn't do, like we didn't do the street cars and we didn't do the bridge, and we didn't go to the casino. Um, But given the circumstance, I feel like we got a lot in. So back to the last day. So we're getting ready, getting dressed, and um, really trying to, um, you know, get it together so we can leave. And as we go to the door to leave, T opens the door and she turns around and she goes, (gasps) and I'm like, what, T, what's going on? She was like, the door. And I'm like, what? She's like, girl, come to the door. I'm like, what? Y'all... Y'all, y'all, the real estate associate, whoever guy, was just standing at the door. Standing. It's not funny, but we were like, at this point, we're inebriated because we're trying to drink this liquor. He's standing at the door. And I'm like, what? The entire hell. And so, we're both put it back. Like, so, we're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, just wanted to see if everything was good. Did you find your wallet? And, um, you know, what's going on? And we were like, I was like, well, first of all, no. Mind you, we hadn't talked to this man since you know Saturday morning slash Friday night when I initially asked was my wallet in his car um and then you know we talked to him an additional time he asked you know did I find my wallet but this man did not text now because at this point he has my number but I know he likes my homegirl but he has my number so he didn't text and say hey you guys still in town? is everything okay or can I show you around before you leave he just showed up at this point our lift is already here so we're like but we don't really know like how to react. Like because we're we're already like leaving. Like we were literally walking out the door. Now, if we would have been staying, I think it would have been addressed a little different. But because we were our lift was there and we didn't want to get left. Like you didn't come to take us to the airport. Mind you, we never told him what time we were leaving or anything like that. So it was just weird as fuck. Um we wound up getting in the lift and then we we just wind up leaving. The lift driver was cool. Um and we get to the airport, have one last Pubway, and then we head back to Detroit and I think I got all the details in. Um Needless to say, all in all, other than that crazy ass experience and losing my wallet, would I go back to NOLA? First of all, uh, Saints, sorry y'all didn't make it into the Super Bowl. Let me just put that out there. Um I would have loved to see y'all play uh, based on the men. Listen, the men, they had one more time to say baby. Like, the babies were abound and bountiful. And I just was blessed. It was a good time, y'all. And so, that being said, y'all, would I go back to NOLA? I would. In fact, (laughs) I have plans to go back to NOLA within the next two months. Um, And so, NOLA you didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but I'm coming back to comfort you guys because you guys definitely comforted me when I was there with no ID and no identity and you guys made me feel very much at home. So I had a great time. I will definitely be back sooner than later. And um, again, if you guys have any NOLA tips for the next time I go and I don't lose my wallet, um, hit me up, let me know. Um... And as far as Tiffany's two cents today, let's go ahead and segue right on in that thing. Um, One thing I did get to do was um, have a cousin's brunch um, with my cousins. Some of my cousins were around the same age, some are older. Um, On my dad's side, we did a cousin's brunch. And um, first of all, I didn't know my cousins listened to my podcast. So when they said that they did, I was... Cracking up because I just say what I want, and so because we don't hang out a lot, um, as much as we could, you know, I've just my cousins are really getting to know me through my podcast, and I think that's hilarious as hell. But shout out to y'all, my cousins who listen, I love y'all. And cousins brunch was amazing, it was hosted by my cousin Tiffany, yes, the Tiffany's rule. Um, and it was just a bunch of girls, it was girls only, right? and. When all my cousins showed up, when I heard brunch and mimosas and sangria, I heard fat girl pants and loose shirts. That's all I heard. You said brunch. I heard elastic waistband, gym shoes, and an oversized shirt. Well, my cousins did not hear that. Other than cousin Tiffany, because she was hosting, so she was in her comfy clothes. And even my little sister came and she was in cute, cute clothes, but still comfy clothes y'all the rest of my cousins showed up and showed the entire fuck out okay they was dressed to kill and they were ready for the damn day i did not see nowhere in the invite where it said we are going out we're gonna also hit the streets after brunch but let me one thing i did appreciate was this about all of that it made me it gave me a mood it gave me a mood for the new year and that mood is always be ready always be ready because although we did not make plans to go nowhere they all were dressed y'all like just to have a family meeting with all girls like there there was no bring your husband bring your boo like ladies it's a ladies brunch we just gonna catch up we're gonna talk about girl things but they came looking beautiful i'm talking about from hair to outfits to shoes and if we did decide to go somewhere they were ready me, not so much. <laughs> was I cute? Sure. My hair was done. My nails were done. I had a cute little like jogging situation on, but nothing like they had on. And I know that they weren't doing it to just like put on appearances. Like this is just who they are. They uh, they like dressing up. They like going out. And And even for a cousin's brunch, they were dressed like they were ready just in case we did anything other than eat pancakes and drink mimosas. And I really appreciated looking at them in their glory, really just being beautiful. And it really just made me be like, you know what? I'm going to make a conscious effort this year to, even in the occasions, the most casual occasions to, I don't know, pay a little more attention to detail Um, Be a little more ready. And even if I don't want to have the outfit on, maybe just have it in my car. Um, Because you just never know the opportunity life could present. Somebody could have called us and said, hey, it's a party going on down the street. Or, oh, we about to go do A, B, and C. And they were ready and I was not. And so I just want to say shout out to my cousins because y'all really did put a mood on my heart. And that is to be more present. Um, and celebrate each moment um right then and there like it doesn't always have to be a quote-unquote special occasion to dress up or look really really nice you just want to look nice for yourself and your cousins in the living room then you can do that and I really appreciated the effort they put into like getting ready and like just hanging out with the girls and they put just the effort into their looks and and their um I don't know they were ready they were ready And I appreciated that. And just being around them, it was a great time. Um, We got a lot talked about, a lot accomplished. We talked about family things and guys and just so much. And it was really, really good. So, cousins, we must do that again soon. And um, thank y'all for uh, helping me level up a little bit in the mind and in the body and the spirit and in the appearance. Because I definitely am going to try to... Um, look at things in a light in which it doesn't always have to be a specific party or a specific invite for you to just dress up and enjoy the day like just dress up for the day it's nothing wrong with that and I appreciate that cousin so shout out to everybody I hope I thank everybody who helped me along the trip uh T I actually my money lasted until the very last day and so shout out to um, T where I could cash up her money <laughs> and then she could go to the ATM and get the money because I didn't cancel my cards and stuff until I got home hoping that I would find my wallet I just put a freeze on them so I was able to like call the bank you know get money transfer it and then close the card back so um anybody who offered uh, money or who offered to send me whatever and you know just anybody who had anything to do with the trip being a success despite all the little things that happened love y'all thank y'all for the people who listened to me halfway fake cry about it because I was just kind of devastated initially um thank you for listening to me video chatting with me talking to me um kind of talking me through it and um the trip was not a bust though I had a great time so shout out to uh you know the guy I met there I definitely plan on meeting him again (laughs) when I go back to visit and um that being said y'all travel 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 like that's my mood this year I'm traveling I'm working I'm gonna work on the podcast I love y'all I definitely miss y'all and that's my mood y'all I'm traveling all year long I'm already planning another trip uh Carabana this year in August definitely gonna plan a birthday trip that's always every year that's not up for debate um hopefully i can squeeze one or two more trips in. it's about planning because y'all i am not rich let's let's be very honest <laughs> not rich in the least but i plan i save i work extra hours if i gotta pick up a side gig if you gotta shift or lyft or uber or whatever it is um to fund your fun do it get up Do it. Travel. See the world. Life is short. Get your passport. Get your enhanced licenses. Get your enhanced IDs. Do what you need to do. Y'all, we're going to get out here. We're going to have fun this year, y'all. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have fun in the face of adversity. With all this bullshit going on with this administration and just all the negative shit. That just happens every day. Work. You don't like your boss. Your boss don't like you for whatever reason. People getting on your nerve. Listen. Travel eat well, live well, work on yourself, drink your water, do your kegels, (laughs) love on your friends, love on the people that's loving on you. And that's just my move. I don't have any resolutions this year. I haven't done a resolution or a vision board or none of that. Um, I will say maybe I messed up with not doing the traditional, uh, greens on the stove and the black eyed peas because i just wasn't in the mood i was too busy trying to do my closet detox y'all but i didn't have what's the what's the superstition uh the first person that's supposed to walk through your door um as a woman is a man and he's supposed to have money in his pocket didn't do that didn't do the greens didn't do the black eyed peas I did none of those things and I feel like I set myself up so the universe was like oh you just not gonna do it oh you just not okay you're gonna lose your wallet and you're just gonna do all these things that you didn't know was gonna happen so next year y'all I'm on it I'm not gonna skip that (laughs) I'm not gonna skip that because I feel like that kind of threw my beginning of the year off but you know what I I remain optimistic in the face of all the things that happened. I didn't break. I didn't have a meltdown. I just had a little moment about it, and I still wound up having a great time. So that's the mood this year, like not letting stuff throw us off our square, trying to put our best foot forward when it comes to that, when something and adversity coming your way. Just try to... Take all the positive you can from it and continue to have a great time, cause that's definitely what I did in NOLA. I could have let that whole wallet situation ruin my trip, I didn't. Um, I'm grateful that the person I traveled with was super understanding, um, super supportive, and that's the move. So we traveling, y'all. We're not letting shit rock our boat for real. Um, you know, we we we're recovering. We're we're going to therapy. Uh, we're praying. We're fasting. We're meditating. We're, we're exercising like we're, we're gonna we're gonna uh level up on so many levels this year and that's what i'm wishing for y'all it's definitely what i'm wishing for me and um things gonna only go up so hit me up y'all give me advice tell me what y'all think um tell me what y'all want the next episode to be uh i just want to get bigger and better for y'all so hit me up at tiffany tune up t-i-f-f-a-n-y-t-u-n-e up at gmail.com and I will talk to y'all next week. Thought I end up with him but he wasn't a match yeah you niggas it's trash yeah and I know it's a fact yeah Mm -hmm. thank you next Mm -hmm. you're trash yes thank you next you niggas is so trash that's the remakes y'all uh welcome to Tiffany Tune Up podcast in which I forgot to uh turn my phone on complete silent so you might have heard a little buzz and if you didn't I snitched on myself and if you did Minor technical details because we ain't starting over, baby. Listen, it is Tuesday night, uh, going into Wednesday, and I am fresh off of a two day in a row 16 hour work day because I am trying to get this coinage up, um, working some overtime while I can, uh, at my raggedy ass nine to five that I'm so grateful for. Um, but I don't love it there. So, you know, making the necessary changes to do whatever I need to do to get out of said situation. But in the meantime, I am mustering through my feelings and my sleepiness, um, and my frigidness. It is definitely three degrees in the Motor City, y'all. It's so cold and deep. How the fuck is we supposed to keep peace? (laughs) Y'all, listen. T-Baby knew. T-Baby knew. Like, she was ahead of her time with that song because baby, it is frigid um, outside. Um, And the wind chill factor is a negative 16. So, shout out to all the people who listen to my show who don't have to deal with this foolishness uh, and fuckery, um, let me know when I can come visit. Hey, y'all, I miss you, big head. Um, <laughs> um Yeah, so uh, let's see. I am just winding down. Um, so far, this week has been it's been okay. It's just been long. Um, what did I do over the weekend? I kind of stayed in but kind of went out. Um, definitely knew it was going to be frigid as hell. Uh, it was supposed to be a huge, huge snowstorm a couple days. There wasn't really no huge, huge, uh, snowstorm, but, um, there have been, um, you know, some flurries here and there and I have been avoiding grocery shopping for, literally months like literally avoiding grocery shopping you can do shit like that when you don't have kids and you don't have a spouse and you can be like look I'm about to just uber eats it or door dash it or I'm gonna go run get something real quick and it's gonna last me a couple days like grocery shopping is the fucking pits y'all and um you know I know y'all gonna be like oh you shipped and you know they'll go get you gonna give me some shipped money Who's going to pay for shipped who's gonna pay for it so in the meantime in between time y'all that's about it um as far as just random ass personal life shit so today's podcast uh, is brought to you by my bleeding heart and my disdain that i'm starting to have for dating Um, sheesh and you know I talk about personal accounts on this show so you're always going to hear me talking about dating and love and sex and whatever uh, else um, as it comes along it's more like a journal for me this is as entertaining as it is for you it's very therapeutic for me and I'm just glad you guys get to enjoy my pain, my laughter, my sorrow, my happiness whatever else you can take away from this show so um I started off the podcast with Thank You Next, my own version, the remix. Um shout out to Ariana Grande for that particular song, but also Ariana Grande, fuck you girl, for um trying to steal Soldier Boy swag. I cannot believe I'm defending Soldier Boy on my podcast, but I am. Um because some new song she has, child, I could not even care to know the name, but it's very spot on reminiscent to um this right here is my swag all the girls are on me like it literally sounds just like that but with different words and I'm like Soulja Boy you ought to sue her um and get your coins sir get your coins um y'all can talk about how goofy Soldier Boy is if y'all want to but I mean the man really did start partially start that whole epidemic of the songs or the rap songs with the dancing and then it just became a huge ass wave so um yeah he started that with i think crank that soldier boy um so he is kind of innovative as goofy as he is he's an innovator and people need to respect that if nothing else so moving on we started with uh thank you next because that is the mood uh for the evening and i just you know y'all So y'all know I was on a whole NOLA high, you know, from the last episode and I was telling y'all how good it was and how great the guys were. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is a preface to, you know, how my new year is going to go and I'm going to, you know, be more open-minded and optimistic to love and, you know, just really, really not be out here necessarily searching for it but be open to it when it does come and also understanding that every encounter right every encounter with um whatever sex you're attracted to um is not always going to be a romantic encounter or it's also not always going to be somebody that is the one right and took me you know a little a few years to realize that like when you meet somebody and you have chemistry with them or you like them that does not necessarily mean they're potential bay. that might mean they're just bay right now that might mean you know we just had a spark it might just be a friendship spark like we don't know and i think a lot of times we do look at um people we're attracted to or what people we are drawn to and immediately we think oh this could be the one or they could be the one and that ain't always it so thank god for wisdom and growth with that but keeping in the theme of that y'all so let's Uh, talk about my current (laughs) dating situation Um, and some events that just kind of popped off and it really is really just lessening my hope in in this whole uh, dating warfare like I'm really 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 I got about two more dates in me and then I'm moving to Ghana uh, to do missionary work uh, and be great because y'all won't let me y'all don't want me to be great y'all don't want me to have the love of my life universe you playing all the games all the time though why um so all right y'all so meet this guy um seem real cool we exchange information aesthetically. He's pleasing to me. You feel me? Um, he's tall, about six, four, six, five. Um, I'm five, nine. I've mentioned that before, so I'm a tall girl. I appreciate a tall guy, even if you're five, ten. I just appreciate if you're taller than me because I wear heels sometimes and I like to go dancing and I don't want you to feel away about any of that. You feel me? Um, so. Um, nice clean shaven smells good. Like, I'm trying to paint a visual for y'all ladies. Um, gainfully employed. Uh, he has vehicles, has his own place. Um, that'd be about the only, you know, I don't really, didn't really have any complaints. We're just talking about, like, first encounter, right? Um, overall, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. Overall, he was hitting some things and I'm like this is great um so we're hitting it off things are going well right um now we have our first phone conversation phone conversation goes good we're on the phone for like hour and a half two hours and I get off the phone with them Wound up calling him back after I got done doing what I was doing. More good conversation. We actually, like, falling asleep on the phone just talking. I'm like, all right. Haven't felt like this is high school, middle school. I don't know. Um, <laughs> And so I'm going with it, right? I'm being open. I'm like, okay, this is good. Trying to be optimistic, yada, 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 yada. And um, we're just going to go with it, right? We're not going to fight it. We're just going to be open. Okay, so we do that that's conversation number one now conversation number two he's immediately like trying to make a date I'm like yes this is great um and I wanted to definitely keep it first dates and hopefully this will help y'all out in some way first dates I try to keep them very tightly scheduled in which if I don't like you or shit starts to go left I can leave quickly and um sufficiently so the first day we went on um it was after um me and my homegirl had a dinner day right so this is good like you I'm not expecting you to buy dinner I've already eaten probably had a cocktail or two um so we are going to be at the wine bar my favorite spot and so now the timing of it all is good because he had to like pick up his sons oh yeah he had two kids by the way um older kids same mom so sidebar you know dating in your 30s especially your mid 30s when you are uh a unicorn and um you are um Thir- in your 30s and you don't have children never been married that is like almost damn near unheard of and so you almost are uh eh, you you're gonna meet somebody with a kid or two uh, or 10 and you have to decide um if you're cool with that and I'm not you know it's that's just more of the the possibility than not so I'm sure there are guys out there who don't have children who meet my aesthetic. Or who are in the age group that I'm looking for sure that you know I, I, that I might run across that every now and again but for the most part people out here got kids um so that's something that I consider and it's not necessarily a deal breaker for me depending on if you're a dad beat or not um you know the situation are you co-parenting are you and the mother uh on good terms so if everything is good I'm not you know opposed to dating a man with a child or children so moving on um, so I'm really impressed at how, you know, he shows up when he says he's going to show up. Um, he comes in and he has his work shirt on, which I think is hilarious. And um, didn't say nothing about it because he still smelled nice. Looked nice. Things were good. We There's an attraction there. And I'm like, okay, this is good. And we're talking we're laughing. And before I could even ask him about his work shirt, he was like, Excuse my work shirt because, you know, I went to visit my brother and my nephew jumped on me and he messed up my shirt and I had to change. And I'm like, oh, instead of him going home or making up some weak ass excuse why we can't go out, this man put his work shirt on because he had it in the car. And I can respect that. So now I'm like, okay, you seem to be a man of your word. You seem, And of course, this is just like first gate. So we don't really know this nigga, y'all. I'm just saying. You try to clock some things, you clock what you can. So I'm like, okay, so you showed up on a date, you 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 know, we're having a good time, chemistry, yada, yada, it's going great. And we only had about an hour, hour and a half window because it's a Sunday night and he has to go pick up his boys uh, so they can get ready for school. I'm like, great. So it was just enough time to kind of canoodle, get to know each other some more, flirt, la, 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 go home. He walks me to my car, you know, we exchange a kiss, it was nice, I go about my way, he goes about his way. I'm like, yay, date, so of course I gotta call my homegirl or text her, That I went to dinner with, let her know how I was, and um, that was that, right? So, that was day number one. Um, let's fast forward to maybe following week. So now at this point we're consistently talking, whether it's text or verbally. This is everyday now at this point, And I'm cool with it. You know, I'm you know not currently talking to anybody else. And even if I was like if you get my attention, you just get my attention. So he definitely had my attention. And so we're, you know, talking. Things are going well. We're asking the basic ass questions. Do you have allergies? Do you have hep C um have you ever had gonorrhea? Like just, you know, the basic shit. And um You know, things are going good. Now, one day, I had a bad day at work. Um, It was on a Friday. This is like week two, y'all. So now, week two, we're in. um, And things, again, going good. Had a bad day at work. He was like, oh, sounds like you need a hug and some ice cream. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take my ass home, whatever. And he was like, no, for real. Um, Why don't you meet me at my job? I got some time. Can I take you out for ice cream on my lunch break? Now at this point, I'm like, ugh, this is so fucking cute. I can't even. I'm not about to turn down my motherfucking ice cream. And in the winter time, in the middle of the day, like I'm fine with it. This is cool. Meet him at his job. He takes me to get ice cream. We talk. um I Have a great time. So now I'm like, yay, things are going lovely. oh here's where shit starts to, you know. Deviate a little as we're having conversations, mind you, in between the meeting. Up there was a couple times where he started talking about sexual things or in a sexual way. And you know, y'all, here's the thing, and I'm just gonna speak for me, I can't speak for all women of America, but I'm gonna speak for myself. I am the last person that is approved now I do have a shyness about me I do have a um i would I don't know if i would call it a mystery about me but definitely a um a coyness you know what I'm saying I flirt it's whatever but I definitely am not sh- like approved per se you feel me so I don't mind having conversations I don't mind asking questions I don't mind have you know doing scenarios like what do you think about this or you know do you like this or do you like I don't mind any of that how fucking ever there's a borderline of conversation and corny and for me it's corny as fuck yo to be bringing up some shit when we're not even remotely having any type of sexual conversation. Like, we were not even talking about sex and you just out the blue say some corny shit. Like, I'll give y'all an example in a minute because it just, it happened twice, I want to say. And so, after the ice cream day, okay, things were going good, right? And so, here we are fast forwarding. Now we're like at week, two and a half three week right um now let me no let me back up now the second time he started talking i'm like oh you know mm-hmm. however i did let him know like you know i'm more of a be about it like when it comes to stuff like that i'm more of a texas like from the show me state (laughs) like i'm a detroit girl all day but if if we're comparing things if we're using analogies i'd rather show me i show you i don't want to have a bunch of corny conversation about what's gonna happen and what we gonna do and what you want to do like at some point that shit sound real childish and real um um like a desperate attempt. I I don't know, y'all. I'm I'm really just trying to get it out. I'm I'm currently like baking cookies. I've baked cookies two nights in a row because I'm just my stress levels are high, y'all. <laughs> it's like eleven o'clock at night and I'm baking cookies because I'm like mad about the situation. But y'all are helping me get through it and vent through it. So thank y'all. Um Yeah, so back to this clown ass nigga. So, you know, so we're um I let them know, like, you know, I'm really not interested in having a bunch of conversation about it, you know, cool, we could talk a little bit about it, but, you know, let's move forward, let's continue to get to know each other, now, mind y'all, I'm already attracted to the man, like, like, dudes say all the time, or even women say all the time, like, oh, once you meet somebody, or like, within the first conversation, you know if you gonna fuck them or not, okay, I already decided in my mind I like you, so eventually we gonna make it there, but can you just sell your fucking role, like, can you, or not, yeah, I mean, I need to know, um, because I have no time for the fuck shit. So, moving forward, y'all. Um, so now we're um like preparing for date number 3, which kind of went left. <laughs> like and I'm going to keep it short cuz I don't really want to revisit this. So, date number 3 happened, didn't happen. Um because we were supposed to meet somewhere. Um I was meeting there with my family and friends first, and then he was to join me after that for like a cocktail but not while I was there with my friends and family and in efforts to in his words in efforts not to fall asleep this particular day he was tired um, but he didn't want to disappoint me he shows up to the venue the same time that I'm there with my friends and family now here's the thing I'm very protective of my space and my friends and my family and this is date number three and dates one and two have been very kind of short so I'm still getting to know you I'm not saying that I get any creep vibes I'm just saying I'm protective of my family and my friends so I was not prepared for you to be in the same space with myself my friends and my family and your excuse well you didn't give me any heads up at all like you gave me a heads up after you made an executive decision that you're just going to come down there and be in the same space that I'm in with my family and friends. Um, I just was thrown off by that so so much so that like I couldn't even pull myself together. Like at some point I had a little breakdown, um, because I was just like, "Why are you here?" Like, I, and I because we had agreed upon a certain time, and you decided whether it was whether your reasoning for doing it was you you thinking that you were. Um, not disappointing me or whatever. I definitely wish he would have ran it past me first. So that definitely threw me for a loop and it definitely made me emotional. And I was just not happy about it. Like definitely anxiety was setting in and at some point he decided to leave because he was like, Well no, you know I'm not gonna come over there or nothing. You know, I'm just chilling at the bar. It was like at a bar or whatever. Um and you know, just do your thing. But I'm like, you like right across the room. That's weird as fuck. Like it's really hard for me to do my thing. When now you have seen my family, you've seen my friends, like I'm just feeling away right now. You know, like, listen, it was just awkward for me. So wound up, he wound up walking out and I wound up, you know, like kind of leaving out behind him and pulling him to the side and we talked about it. He was just like, well, you know, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. I'm gonna go ahead and go. I'm like, I think you should, you know, because obviously you can't fucking follow directions. So I'm already taking points off your, feathers off your hat for that. Um, and at least, I mean, even you, even if you would have been honest, y'all would have just been like, look, I'm at home. I'm getting sleepy or whatever the fuck. I, can I come now? Or is it okay? How do you feel about that? Or, look, I'm getting sleepy. Can we link up another night? I'm never disappointed with communication. I'm never disappointed with communication. Never disappointed with communication. So whether he ran it past me first and I said yay yeah, or nay, or he said, hey, I'm sleepy, yeah, I want to see you, but not at the expense of not following through with what we had discussed. So that being said, I would have much rather him been like, look, I'm getting sleepy. Can we link another day? As, as opposed to him just showing up like a fucking jack-in-the-box on me and my people. And I was like, oh, okay. So that was kind of off-putting. And, and I, you know, we had a conversation about that and I felt like we got past that. But prior to this date that really didn't happen because he wound up leaving because we felt it was best Um, he asked me you know how my day was like I had talked to him earlier in that day and he was like you know everything good like what's on your mind I was like oh you know nothing you know just can't wait till I see you later it's gonna put a smile on my face and then he wanted and this is an example of the corny shit I'm talking about so y'all know that I'm not fucking crazy um, he was like yeah you know I'm, I'm hope I can put a smile on, on both of your lips and I'm like oh god are you straight out of the fucking Shaft movie like <laughs> I just cannot like I, y'all I cannot the shit that happened to me I cannot make this shit up. This shit is just pure comedy. And I hope some cosmic somewhere universe is getting a great laugh at my expense. Because that is the only thing that I can think of. And why I have to go through some of the shit I have to go through. I don't know, y'all. But it's just little comments like that that just really started to get to me. Because we had already had a conversation about... Yo, I'm not really interested in talking a bunch of sexual shit with you right now. Especially since we ain't even did nothing yet. Like, what if there's nothing to really talk about? Ask a few questions. Get some things off your chest. And let's move on until we actually get to there. But, nope, you want to be speed racer. So, now we got to address it. So, at that point, y'all, I picked up the phone and called him. Now, this was before date three that happened didn't happen. And I was like, listen. Listen. Listen, sir. Um... I'm not interested um, in repeating myself. And I didn't say it like that, but the gist of it was, I was like, look, you know, I kind of expressed to you, you know, that I wasn't really feeling the talking about sex, you know, every other conversation thing. Now, mind you, old Tiffany, like, this how I know I'm not crazy, because there's growth here. Old Tiffany, the first once or twice he would have brought it up, I would have like, bye, look uh, you blocked, uh, I'm done, because... I would have thought you had a one-track mind, and I would not have given you the benefit of the doubt. But because we had been on a couple of dates, and he had been very sweet, I was like, okay, clearly he just, uh, he not getting the hint. So let me just not, let me be not quick to anger, and let me just really try to reiterate my point before I just cut this nigga off completely. So I gave him a call, and I was like, look, obviously I see that we not really seeing eye to eye about this whole conversation about sex or sexual things or whatever. So I'm going to give you a pass. Here's a free haul pass to ask me whatever you want. Any questions that you have. Anything you want to know about me. Like I literally gave him a golden fucking Willy Walker ticket to ask me anything that he wanted to ask me, y'all. Anything about whatever in that in that arena of things. And then I was like, after that, can we move on? And then we cross that bridge when we actually get to the bridge. Not while we're building the bridge and putting up the brick and mortar and shit. Like, can we please just get it out the way, ask your questions, and we can move on. And he agreed. And he chilled out for like a week or two. So now here we are. Um still talking every day everything's going good I'm thinking he got the hint got the picture boom boom bow so um moving forward this is week number four ish almost week number four um wasn't feeling good one day he surprised me at work with lunch oh I thought that was very sweet I'm like okay he's getting the point now we're getting somewhere now we're starting to date this is great lovely and So um, now I'm really feeling him like I'm really catching his vibe like I'm thinking things are going good right y'all so here we go fast forward to yesterday or Sunday let's back up till Sunday. Sunday so he religiously gets his haircut every Sunday and then every other weekend he gets his sons and they go do daddy son stuff right so now even though we usually talk every day this particular Sunday we did not and I was okay with it y'all I was, I was cool with it because I, being single so long you really do enjoy your space and so somebody inviting somebody into that it's difficult and not, not only it's not difficult because when you start feeling somebody Um, you want them to you know come in your space but you still have a a appreciation for having had had your space so long depending on how long you've been single so you're just looking for somebody to come in and like compliment you and not come in and try to change your routine but just come in and you know sit on the couch next to you and kick it with you and and build with that person right so that's what I'm trying to work on with him okay so now didn't hear from him Sunday okay I'm like that's cool Monday comes he'll usually like clockwork call me in the morning before he goes to work or on his way to work he didn't do that so now I'm like oh maybe something going on so i wait a minute wait till I think he at work and settled. I hit him up I'm like hey what's going on everything cool he was like actually no I had a death in the family and I'm like oh my god are you okay like and I'm feeling like this is my opportunity to kind of reciprocate some love you know like reciprocate some um action because he had been so sweet you know he had been I took you out for ice cream because you had a bad day he had been or I bought you lunch because you didn't feel good like you see what I'm saying like I'm ready to like show you some of that too and so I say, you know is there anything I can do are you okay you know are the boys okay you know just asking general questions um and he was like well no yeah I'm gonna be okay um thanks so much I'm like okay well can I bring you lunch now this day yesterday it was kind of snowing outside this one it was supposed to be this huge snowstorm or whatever and he was like well it's kind of snow I love you know I don't want you out here like that and I'm like okay well can I you know order something for you and have it delivered you know a pizza or order it for you and you go pick it up what's close to your job let me know uh no, babe I don't want you to do that either I know we have been talking about you know some of your financial goals and I don't really want you spending money I'm like listen you know trying to assure him that if I didn't have it I wouldn't offer it but I'm really just trying to you know show him like I also want to reciprocate some uh goodness back your way you know especially given what you're going through and um He wouldn't let me, but then here's where shit just went all the way left, y'all. After he said, no, don't come out in the snow, which I thought was sweet. No, don't spend your money, which I also thought was sweet. But I'm going to do it anyway if I want to. Um, I'm going to look out, and that's just what it is. But, you know, he convinced me not to. So I'm like, okay, well, if it's anything I can do, you let me know, right? Y'all, I kid you, fucking not. And I'm not even going to say, oh, my mama, because I won't even hurt him. Have to deal with none of this fuck shit, but on somebody, (laughs) mama. Um, the next thing he texted was what you can do is go in the bathroom on your lunch break. Send me a picture of your tits. that will brighten my day, (sighs) y'all. I immediately got exhausted. Exhausted. Like, (laughs) immediately. I could not fucking believe that he said that out of all the things to say. You're grieving. You're mourning. You don't want me to bring you lunch. You don't want me to, you know, come give you a hug, whatever, come in the snow. But you want me to go in the bathroom and take a pic for you of my tits and send them to you because that is how we grieve we are grieving to tits well, i need to see your tits because that will help me feel better about my past on loved one <sighs> not to mention y'all i failed to to uh fill y'all in that he had already sent me also a unsolicited dick pic I did not ask for like week number damn two and it wasn't really even all that so I mean <laughs> you talking about pics and uh, you sending an unsolicited pics if you go y'all Yo, guys I don't know where y'all be getting all this big dick energy from y'all gotta stop listening to these niggas at the barbershop and watching these porns and 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 reading these articles and trying to do shit that your homeboy is doing they're probably lying too but y'all get all this big dick energy and you want to send this pic that just was less than the energy that you sent it with and and that's neither here nor there I'm just throwing that out there because you made me fucking mad and it was what it was but I was like well maybe y'all he's a grower not a shower so i not even go because some of y'all to surprise us okay some of y'all it don't look like much and then when things get to going it's it's going so I wasn't gonna judge off the pick I'm like you know what it don't really I don't know based on the pick but you know I don't judge books by its cover I'm gonna open that thing and read it and then if it's trash it's trash but I'm not gonna judge you by the cover so those are some of the things just to catch y'all up that he was doing that I mentioned a couple times to him like yo I'm I don't I didn't need that pick. I'm very very grown like and I keep trying to explain to you dudes and me and my homegirls we talk about this all the time. For the most part the days are over in which women are unable to express themselves sexually. Those days are over. Um, we are able to communicate what we want. We will tell y'all if we didn't have an orgasm. We will tell y'all how we want it, when we want it, what time we coming over, what time you can come over, what you should have on, what we gonna have on. Like, if we want a dick pee, we know how to ask. We, we, not, we, not, we not on that no more. We not on that, well, you know, I didn't come, but... I ain't gonna tell them because it's gonna hurt. One thing I appreciate about dating in my thirties or being thirty and up is that I, for me, and it took me years to get here, but now that I'm here, glory, I ain't going back. Hallelujah! Um, (laughs) I am very vocal about what I need, what I want in all aspects of life, from in friendships, in love, in dating, and whatever. Like I'm, I'm very upfront about what I need so you don't have to chip away trying to figure out what you can say or if you say this is it going to be am I going to give you a reaction I like, know I'm very capable of asking for what I need and what I want and sir I'm just trying to get to know you we haven't even known each other for a month and you're just really doing a lot and that like now all the nice things in quotation marks that you're doing are being counter productive to the shit that you keep saying that I keep telling you I'm not interested in talking about right now never said I wasn't interested in not doing anything we talked about that 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 golden ticket I gave him we had a whole conversation that day and he's very aware that I was attracted to him that definitely my thoughts are you know on the wave of what he's talking about but that don't I don't want to talk about it i don't want to keep having conversations about it. that's whack it's corny y'all niggas love y'all can talk y'all way out of some ass so quick a, a woman could be ready to give you something and y'all will find a way to fuck it up y'all love to do that shit is ridiculous to me and then y'all in some way and find a way that it's our fault but it's really y'all like cause we do know we do know if we want to be with you sleep with you date you whatever when i met him um, in regards to what I said earlier, y'all, on the show, I know when I meet somebody and they just good for this or they're just good for that or this is all I want. But with him, I didn't catch that wave. I was like, no, I kind of like him. It's, I can see myself taking him. Okay, this is good. And so I didn't put him in the thought category. <laughs> like I wasn't trying to put him in the thought category because I didn't see him in that way. But the more he kept talking about, Sex or having sexual innuendos and shit, I'm like, oh, you putting yourself in the thought category, and that ain't the way I was kind of trying to look at you, so now, if that's what you want to be, here's the thing, I still gotta kind of warm up to you, even for that, like, even if I just say, you know what, clearly you ain't even relationship material, right, we about, you about to be my thought, whatever the fuck, I still gotta warm up to you there, and you just really not even giving me no time, you just trying to Start dry the car and not warm it up first. Like, come on. Let, let's not. Y'all guys, y'all, y'all is as fuck. Anyway. <laughs> Moving forward. So after he says this, y'all, because I didn't lose my place. I know I'm y'all think I'm all over the place, but I'm I'm right on cue. So after he says, take this picture at work, whatever, I just didn't respond. I didn't respond. I didn't know what to say. Um, I just let the message just sit there for a couple hours and finally when he realized I wasn't going to respond or send a pic he said is everything okay I said actually it is not and I am not and so then of course he proceeded to say well what's wrong or what's going on and I let him know in a nice way like listen you know because at this point I'm really exhausted so listen um you know you told me you you had a, a loss in the family Tell me you weren't feeling the best. You know you're emotional. I offered to bring you lunch. I offered to come see you. I'm, I'm offering up all these things that I would want somebody to do for me if I was grieving or mourning the loss of a loved one. And, and the fact that the first thing that came to your mind was titties. I, I you, <laughs> you're not a baby. You're not nursing. Um, I'm not soothing you with titties that belong to me. Um, And I barely know you, sir. Like, you're you're requesting levels of things that we have not reached yet. And it's a huge-ass turnoff, so I'll let them know. You know, um, we spoke about this a few times. Uh, Obviously, we're not on the same page. Like, I just don't understand why... Yada, 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 yada. And that's why I didn't respond to you because I didn't even know what to say. Like, you know? Um, but, you know, and then I went on to say, let's talk about it later because I'm at work. Um, and I'll call you later. So, called him. When I got off, no answer, of course. Um, the next morning, text him, hey, are you busy? No response for a couple hours. And then finally, family, tunicorns alike, um, here was his response. So, let me just pull it up because... Uh, here's where it gets rich and hilarious, Um And if you bear with me, family, I, because I do want to read it verbatim. Um, because it's just best that way. So after I explained to him, you know, why I was confused about why he thought I would send him a pic like that. And we had already discussed whatever. His response was... <clears throat> I just think you are taking this too far. If it's something this insignificant that gets you so unraveled, I can't imagine what you will do if a serious situation ever occurs. So, as much as I would love to be a part of your life, I am just going to let you find a person who can respect your wishes and honor you in a way that is best for you bravo motherfucker you are a master manipulator the way that you took my complete feelings and things that I had previously discussed with you um about you know not wanting to heavily talk about um you know sexual things and When I said it the first time, if it was an issue for you, you should have said something then. But your response was always, oh, no, you know, I'm just taking it slow too. Or, no, you know, I don't want you to feel like that's what I'm all about. Or, you know, if that's what I was all about, you know, I wouldn't be trying to date you and go here and go there, and we wouldn't be doing this and that. And, you know, I kind of tried to take you at face value. The fact that you found a way to make it seem like my concerns were invalid or small or really what y'all niggas love to do which is what you did or what this guy did which is make it seem like we are overreacting when in fact we are not I don't owe you titty pics I don't don't owe you any pics I don't owe you a full body fully clothed pic if I don't want to the same way you don't owe me just because you comfortable sending your little ashy dick pic around that's on you I didn't ask you for that. And that does not mean I have to reciprocate what they pick back. And that's just where I am, y'all. Like, that just threw me such for a loop. And that answer that he gave, I mean, I'm you just going to have to find somebody that's going to honor me. You motherfucking right. Because in this, what you're telling me is, I do not honor you. I don't honor what you're talking about. I'm incapable of not talking about sex like a fucking pimply faced teenage boy for five minutes and continue to get to know you and when we cross that bridge we just do thank you sir for making me aware that you are incapable of doing that and really helping me dodge a bullet and not waste four more months of my time because you definitely wasted a little shy of a month and so thanks so fucking much for nothing Um, well thanks for the ice cream and uh, the soup uh when i was sick and um the creepy date that didn't happen and uh thank you for the wine bar um yeah other than that you can definitely uh book yourself on a one way trip to hell because i owe you nothing sir and you um your manipulative tactics did not work here so if you guys are wondering what my response was to him sending that Uh, artful piece my response was nothing like I didn't respond I didn't block him I didn't do anything I just looked at it and moved on um because obviously you're not hearing me obviously there's a breakdown in the communication and obviously he's not willing to meet me where I stand in my um boundaries that I'm setting um because we just started meeting each other, and the crazy part is, you so worried about a pick that you don't missed out on all the real life shit that could have happened had you just slowed your fucking roll. But no, you're gonna let a pick. For I mean, here's the thing: you're talking about me, sir, and what if I'm gonna allow something so small? No, you allowed uh, me not wanting to send you a pick because technically I don't fucking know you yet to fuck up what could have potentially been something very nice and you maybe could have been getting pics all the motherfucking time if you was my nigga you see what i'm saying ladies you know what i'm saying you you want you want some some boyfriend benefits sir before you make it to boyfriend and that's just never gonna work over here so that being said y'all i am exhausted it, it, like internally in general and with these dudes like y'all I know I know I don't care do not care it ain't me I tried I gave y'all the full story I ain't leaving nothing out I you know I, I let that man know in so many different ways I'm interested in you I'm physically interested in you I am attracted to you but we not gonna talk about it every five minutes we gonna be about it or we or we not. And the fact that he just really tried to take that and flip that and make it seem like I'm just being unreasonable uh, he really did me a favor y'all and I know that but I'm still disappointed and I'm still exhausted because I really y'all don't maybe y'all do understand continuing to take blows or hits or ills or whatever y'all want to call it. it really wasn't an ill but you feel me continuing to like regroup after dating or meeting someone that you think might have potential and they do some fuck shit and now you back to square one it takes a lot of heart and energy to regroup it takes a lot of hustle to get back on the horse and continue to date and continue to not be bitter continue to smile continue to um, entertain each interaction with the same vigor and not dull your light every time you meet somebody like oh last time I met somebody you know they did this or he was trash like you you don't want to make anybody else suffer because of your past experience or whoever couldn't get it together but that it takes so much energy y'all and sometimes I just feel like it's energy I don't have um I'm gonna keep the faith though y'all I just thought this shit was hilarious and wanted to share it um, which y'all, if y'all have any suggestions for me, any comments about this story, I know some of y'all dudes probably got some shit to say. If you got something to say, email me at Tiffany Tunup, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com if you want to comment on this scenario. If you have a similar scenario of your own or you want advice um and you want me to read your letter on the show. You can remain totally anonymous. Let me know in your email that you would like to remain anonymous. And I will make you up a cute name for the show. Um, you can send that again to TiffanyTuneUp at gmail.com. It's been real, you guys. I love you all. Until next time. Peace.